Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all you elk hunters out there, Chasing turkeys is basically the same thing. I know the reaction you just gave me, but don't knock it till you try it and don't try it without OnX. The Hunt app will not only help you find new areas on public ground, but I use it to find out landowner info to get permission on private ground that I see birds on as well. OnX Hunt has a special offer for you. Use code CAL to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt and find more birds this spring. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. This is day three, technically day three of the road trip here, and we're still trying to track down a couple of our block management participants were starting to lose steam here because the haying season, the haying window, they just got this rain and then the rain let up. So everybody's out haying. And I think between the haying activity and the god awful robo calling activity that everybody's subjected to these days, um, we're fighting an uphill battle in regards to getting a hold of folks. So we're going to have to go do some door knocking. If uh, this phone call doesn't work out. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please hang up and redial the number, including the area code. All right, we are just west or just east of Haver, Montana. Dropping off thank yous for the Montana Block Management Program. And how long have you been in the Block Management Program? I think since in the 80s. So that's a long time. Yeah. And yes. what, what's the benefit of the program to you? Well, I like it because the, the hunters have to sign in. We know what's going on. And then um, we've had a lot of great hunters out never had any problem with any hunters. And then of course there's that nice check. <laughs> we all like that one. <laughs> and what do you do with your check? Oh my goodness, pay bills. <laughs> Buy hay. <laughs> Feed the dogs. Feed the cows. <laughs> and is there anything you'd like to see change with the block management program? Oh, I, don't, I can't think of anything. Unless I want to make the check twice as much. <laughs> I would describe this morning as moody. I'm sitting here, actually we are sitting here, Snort and I are sitting here 
in the old uh, Black Series camper, which I'm using for the summer. And we're staring out at Lake Elwell, Tiber Reservoir. Uh, giant impoundment on the Marias. I'm probably 12 miles from where Lewis and Clark camped out out here. And eventually got run off by uh, the Blackfeet Indians. Anyway, we're getting a little bit of rain here. And this part of the country, it's great to get on the road before the roads soak up any of that. Or else sometimes your trailers get so heavy that you can't pull them anywhere. Because they picked up all the clay off that road surface. What I'm attempting to do here is take all of us, all you Cal's Week in Review listeners, on a road trip. Montana's block management program is its private land, public access program. It's incredibly important here in Montana. Over 7 million acres of access are opened up, and it's a private agreement between a landowner and the state. They do get paid. There's an incentive there. But the public is who benefits. Many of these places, many of these properties, much of this 7 million acres of upland bird hunting, fishing, whitetails, mule deer, elk, are open to the public in the simplest form you can imagine, you go up to these sign-in boxes, you fill out your paperwork, it takes about five minutes, and basically, like, away I go. Away Snort and I go. Found roosters, sharp tails, huns, her first Hungarian partridge, all of her first, really, were, may have been on Montana's block management. The point of our project is just an additional thank you to let these landowners know that it's not just an agreement between them and the state to let a bunch of faceless hunters come out and roam around on their property, but just like let these folks know that what they do is seriously, seriously appreciated. So, the big thank you is we went out and bought a bunch of steel chainsaws, a bunch of Visa check cards worth $200, and old Snort and I and some friends along the way are dropping these off to block management landowners that we randomly selected across the seven hunting regions in Montana. And I'm going to take all of us along with us, hopefully get some interviews, talk to these folks, cover these road miles. Think of it as a general appreciation tour. So the storm's picking up here. Thanks for listening. Stick with us. Special edition, Cal's Week in Review, on the road. From Meteor's World News Headquarters in Bozeman, Montana, this is Cal's Week in Review, presented by Steel. Steel products are available only at authorized dealers. For more, go to steeldealers.com. Now, here's your host, Ryan Cal Callahan. Holy cats, it's hunting season again. How'd that happen? Yes, it's hotter than Hades and fires have started popping up across the West, but... In spite of the fire and the heat, August 15th is the antelope archery opener here in Montana. Soon, seasons will be opening in your state. In honor of this roll of the calendar, 
I have decided to put together a super special access episode of Cal's Week in Review. That's right, this week we've got private land, public access, what to know before you go, and so much more. But first, I'm going to tell you about my week. And, you know, I'm recording to you live from Hawaii right now, if you believe it or not. Uh, That's all those uh, crickets and lizards and frogs and whatnot chirping in the background. This episode is really based around some awesome interviews that I did in the state of Montana that I've already referenced here on the Week in Review regarding Montana's block management program and the meat eater program that we threw together by raising a bunch of funds with your help through Teddy Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. We use those funds to buy a bunch of chainsaws and, you know, I cover a lot of this stuff here, so I'm not going to bore you with it again. So let's get to it. What the heck is block management? Now you're going to hear some interviews with both Region 7 and Region 2 access managers for Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. So I'm Kendra McCloskey. I'm the Region 2 hunting access manager in Western Montana. In essence, it's a program that the state of Montana works with private landowners to open up their private land to the public for hunting seasons. And it's definitely an annual partnership where Um, We work with landowners to define how they want to see their property managed, how that fits into their their ranch management goals. And we help them build a specific set of, you know, map and rules that outlines how they want to see hunters managed on their property. And then on the flip side, during hunting season, FWP steps in and helps them manage their property. And that's, you know, keeping sign-in boxes stocked up, collecting permission coupons, helping hunters navigate where things are, how to get there, um, and answering basic questions about the rules. Can you camp here? Yes or no. If you can camp here, what do you got to do? Do you get a lot of questions from hunters in regards to block management? Yes. Like, uh, how many? A ridiculous amount. Like, an unsustainable amount, I would say. Could you give me an example of like how many phone calls you'll get during, because there, there's an official start of the block management reservation season, mm-hmm. and then there's an official end as well. Yes. There is, yeah. So like in that time period in any given year, how many calls will Region 2 get in regards to block management? So when all of our maps and rules come out to the public on August 10th, that kind of starts... Um, the kickoff of all the questions rolling in. So our access resource specialist, Tyler Renfield, he fields between two and 3,000 phone calls between the beginning of August to the end of December. And some of those are just general questions. Some of them are reservations that he manages. But it's, I mean, his every single day is filled with, with hunter phone calls. My name is Travis Mache. I'm the Region 7 Access Manager for Fish, Wildlife, and Parks based out of Miles City. So we're in charge of all the private land access programs in the state, in the region, um, for hunting, fishing, and general recreation. So block management is the biggest access program um, in the state. In this region, um, we have 320 cooperators enrolled, about 245 block management areas. And block management is a private land hunting access program where private landowners enroll in agreements with the department to open their private property to allow free public hunting to the public hunters. So each block management agreement has its own set of rules. 
the landowner decides how they want it, permission issued, the rules, if it's walk-in, if they're going to allow driving. So each agreement can be a little bit different, tailored to that specific landowner. The department negotiates those terms with each landowner. The hunter's role mainly is to follow the rules, in my mind, because a lot of times we lose cooperators because the hunters aren't following rules. Make sure you get a map and rules page for each individual BMA because they are different. Rules are on the back specific to that property. And just follow the rules and landowners will be happy. So now that we know what block management is, let's hear from some of the operators as to what you should know before you go. First one is in regards to invasive grasses and weeds. The rest, pretty darn self-explanatory. Which of you listening right now took a class in school about Family Finances 101? No one? Yeah, me neither. Just like the importance of a will or college savings plan or even life insurance or estate planning, we have to know these things. But how do we figure it all out? That's why I'm excited to partner with Fabric by Gerber Life. Listen, one of the few things expected of you in life is to not let other people pick up after you. That's why I have life insurance, to make sure my stuff is taken care of even when I'm gone. Fabric by Gerber Life is term life insurance you can get done right here, right now. You could be covered from your couch in under 10 minutes with no health exam required. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash cal. That's meetfabric.com slash cal. M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash cal. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. O'Reilly Auto Parts are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. If you're confused about what part you need, like what wipers are going to be the best, what replacement headlights are going to be the best, go into O'Reilly and talk to the people that work there because they're great and they're super friendly and they'll get you squared away where you walk out knowing you got the right thing. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. Do you need your windshield wipers replaced? you need a brake light fixed? you need some quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. Pay attention here because this is a hell of a good service. It's called the Wellness Company. Picture this, okay? You wake up, you got a scratchy throat, you're all congested, you got a runny nose, you got a cough, whatever. And you weigh your options like you tough it out, get sick, take time off work, try to get a doctor's appointment sometime in the next few months, wait two hours at urgent care and sit in a room full of six sick folks, or you open your medical emergency kit. You match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription, and you start on the right meds right away. These medical emergency kits, not a first aid kit, all right? It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. So, 
on hand. Strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in there. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash meat eater, but you got to use the promo code meat eater. That's promo code meat eater, okay, at twc.health slash meat eater. When you get people coming over from west of Montana with leafy spurge or, you know, whatever, spotted napweed, and uh, it's all over their vehicles. So when they're driving around on us, they're dropping that stuff. And you can tell, you know, that it's coming from the vehicles because it's all along the ranch roads and county roads. So, um, I mean, that that's probably the main reason why we don't let people driving in on the on the ranch. If you had anything to tell hunters to do more of or do less of, what would you say? Don't road hunt. Stop in at the property, sign in, and get out and walk. Because <laughs> you're going to see more uh, game when you get out of your vehicle and walk into that property. Stay on the roads. I mean, when it's dry out, don't be driving all over, you know, pastures because it can create a fire. And, and if a gate is open, you open the gate, you close the gate. I mean, just be respectful of the land, you know. Main thing, too, if you're going to shoot a deer or something, take the whole deer. Don't just be a trophy hunter. <laughs> I hope you haven't seen any of that. People leaving meat in the field? Well, we've had some incidences, yeah. Oh, so. heartbreaking. Yeah. But as a whole, everybody's really good. Really good. Hunting season is also shipping season, and so there's a lot of trucks on the road. We also have hay trucks on the road, and it's... It's really not safe any time to just stop and gawk off. So that's probably kind of the main thing that we've seen is just being mindful of that and being mindful that wherever you've been, if there's been any weeds or anything, you may be packing those along with you. So just to be cautious of those things. And fire, that's probably our biggest fear It's fire. Pretty simple, right? Stay off muddy roads, don't park in tall grass when it's dry, be respectful of the fact that these ranchers are working. Keep the county roads clear, do your glassing from as far off the shoulder as you can get. Now, what the state is actually able to pay these landowners to participate in the program is historically not very competitive with what others are willing to pay. So let's listen to why a landowner would participate and what opportunities they could be sharing on their property. For the most part, it's it's just to give the local community and and Montanans an opportunity to come hunt and uh, be able to share that with their families and promote hunting. And what's the big opportunity on the ranch or the the thing you'd be happiest with folks taking off the place? Elk. <laughs> and, and why is that? <laughs> we got a lot of them. There's a lot of elk there in the bear paws. Yep. You know, 
We get a lot of uh, deer and antelope on our property. It kind of controls the management of it. Um, keeps the antelope, you know, we get a lot of antelope. They do a lot of damage, you know, kind of helps to control, helps hunters. You know, where a lot of people are closed to hunting. When we first started block management, um, it was to help the youth hunters as kind of how we got into the program. Well, honestly, for our deal, we wanted to do an easement. And that's part of the requirement of the easement is the block management. And I'm not going to lie, we were nervous about doing it. We're thinking, man, that is a lot of people, armed people that we don't know coming on our property. And we're just really glad we did. It has been, it's been a good experience. It's been good for them and good for us. We've had a lot of locals that have said they have a tough time getting access anymore. You know, when they were kids, they could kind of hunt wherever and it's just getting harder and harder. And so um, it's just felt like a good thing. What are the, the species that uh, folks are coming out to, to your property to hunt? Uh, ours is mostly mule deer. We've got a few whitetail, got a few antelope. Uh, some turkeys, and um, we've got some grouse, but generally there's easier places to track them down than out there because you got to hike quite a ways to find them on our place. But um, those are probably kind of the main ones that, that folks are after. This 2,000-plus mile trip was incredible. A lot of Montana had gotten over four inches of rain in less than a week. The grass was tall, the creeks were running, the stock ponds were near full, if not over full, which if you were out here last year, is a very different scene from what you probably saw. There was drought, followed by an onslaught of grasshoppers, which had forced many ranchers to unload up to 50% of their herd, sometimes more. They did so at a time when market rates were not good. One rancher told me that there wasn't a blade of grass left on her place and the grasshoppers were forced to eat the trees. So not only were the farm fields and pastures we ventured through well watered, they were, when compared to previous seasons, understocked. You never know what you're going to get in the farming and ranching game. Just like hunting season, every season brings change. Here in Montana, just like in your state, we're seeing the turning over of ranches and farms, sometimes to new generations, sometimes to new ranchers, sometimes to recreational interests, and worst of all, to development. Can't grow a big old mule deer buck in a condo, can you? With this turnover, old discussions start popping up as to how to handle public access to public wildlife that spends its time on private ground. Again, the Montana Private Land Public Access Program, Block Management, has around 7 million acres currently enrolled. 7 million acres is a lot. If you were to line up 7 million acres end-to-end in one big long rectangle, it would take you roughly 136,000 hours to walk just one side of that rectangle. So that's just a third of the amount of time you could spend. Right? One, two, three. Yeah, something like that on Montana's block management. And guess what? Here's the best part. Best for last, just for you. Almost every single state has a program just like this. A total of roughly 29 million acres. A number we can expand on. And a number we can detract from. I hope everybody has an amazing start of their hunting season. I hope you keep some of these little anecdotes in mind. And most of all, 
I hope you remember to say thank you for the access. It means a lot to us. Be friendly, be respectful, pick up your trash, and above all, be safe. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next week. And if you do get stuck at home, swing by your local friendly neighborhood steel dealer. They'll get you set up with what you need, and they won't try to send you home with what you don't. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next week. And don't forget to write in to ASKCAL. That's AskCal at TheMeatEater.com. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel, gum, and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit seafoamworks.com to learn more. That's seafoamworks.com to learn more. Hey, everybody knows Weber Grills. I've been using Weber Grills my whole life, and check it out. They got a pellet grill, the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Now, with a pellet grill, you can smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. You can go from low and slow, okay, on smoke boost mode, or crank this thing all the way to a heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full great sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood pellet grill.